state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka the Black Charlie Brown, here with Ali, aka Alan. Raj, aka Kobe ruined your childhood. That's a that's a very self referential intro <laughs> for you, Raj. Yes. Social factual. I was going to say, fill the people in, you know, they might not be aware, you know, I don't know who wouldn't be aware of your tweets, a fool only. <laughs> I just tweeted Kobe ruined some of y'all childhood and it shows, and it does show. It shows a lot. Tweet got numbers. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit. Slight work. <laughs> Man, that was a really short riff of the intro, but it's all good. <laughs> Nobody had anything to say about childhood I'll- Kobe memories. <laughs> Because if I, if I go into it, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I, I remember, uh, so I, I was uh, I was hanging out with a couple, uh, with a few friends during the 2010 finals. And they were like, it was, I was watching with, literally, it was me. This other guy was a Laker fan. And then, like, the girl's house we were at, she was a Celtics fan. Her two friends were Celtics fans. And then they brought another dude who was just a Kobe hater. Mm-hmm. And we watched the last game of the 2010 finals uh, all together. And that was like mm-hmm. one of the happiest childhood memories I ever had. So just uh-huh. watching Celtics fans be miserable. It's amazing. That's always amazing. I I watched those games by myself. I And like sometimes my parents would join in, but I preferred to do it by myself just because I get too crazy during the games personally. And I don't want to be going crazy around other people because they'll find me insane. So I just enjoyed like watching it by myself so that if any, cause anyone could trigger me at any moment. Like if someone said something like, that was actually his fault after I was like, what was that call? <laughs> I'll look at him and be like, what, what, what you say? What you say? <laughs> that was the same way that 2010 finals was rough for like 90% of the time. I also like, I'm, I'm with you, Ali. I, I don't really like, like people have like, I, I guess the draft is different, but like even for me, like when we had high picks, I don't want to watch the draft with you, bro. Like I don't want to yeah. watch with anybody. Yeah. Like I need to know what's happening, and I need to look up like whoever we pick, and I need to if there's a trade, I need to look and see. And I need to Google how that's going to affect us. Like I don't really want to be with people like eating popcorn yep. and crunching on chips, yep. talking and about like <laughs> the NFL. Like exactly, get out of here. exactly, and especially when I won't name names, but when someone brings someone else to watch a game with you. And they start asking you a bunch of questions, and you're just trying to watch the game. You're just like, Bruh. "Wow, you could, oh. you should really stop right now." But you can't say that. <laughs> but so you just continue. <laughs> That's the worst. It's so bad. It's What's so a free bad. Throw? No, it's like. <laughs> so wait, why was that call made? And it's like the the ball it went out of bounds, and so. But like you, it's understandable. Like if they don't know the rules, they're gonna ask. Like I understand that, but at the same time. Ask me during like a Lakers versus uh, like a Suns game, not a finals game. Mm-hmm. Just or just ask me like I can explain out of bounds to you without there being a live game on. You know, like if you yeah, know you're gonna yeah. come to the game, yeah. shoot me a text beforehand. I'll shoot you some links. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll give you some light reading, a little homework. I hate when it's like nuanced. Like I'd rather you ask me that than to be like eh, like. He just said he shot it from the elbow, but he clearly shot it from his hands. Like, what did he mean by elbow? And I'm like, oh, come on. Um, another one, I'm not allowed to watch. I Like, I can't watch teams that I dislike, like, in public, because I get, like, super disrespectful, especially if I'm drinking. Like, I remember when I was watching the, uh, I wait, the Warriors won in 15, Cavs won in 16, mm-hmm. Warriors 17, Warriors 18. So I was watching the... 2015 finals. Mm-hmm, so you're rooting mm-hmm. for the Warriors? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, were you being serious? Or were you no, no, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh. Uh, so it's yeah, especially after the injuries, I was like rooting for rooting for the Cavs hard, mm-hmm. and like I was I was uh, inebriated. With, with, with Why don't you give us some of the examples of what you were saying? I I don't want to say it on the pod. It, it was bad. Uh, just know for those who don't know me. I, I'm a, I'm a gentleman of, of a darker complexion. Um, if, if you opened up a Crayola crayon box, I'd be around the, the burnt amber or the burnt sienna, um, uh, shade. And that game, like, what, what game five, I guess? Is that the last game of the, of the yeah. 2015? Game five, I just went on an expletive filled rant about light skinned people. <laughs> 
as I watched Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala is not even light. He's more like, you know, mellow colored. But like, yeah, yeah I went on and it, it's like it lives on on some of my friends Snapchats. And I'm like, I could never run for public office because, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm going to lose half the vote. Half the black vote's gone because I was going stupid hard. I feel like it would be a shame if you weren't going to give at least one example to the people. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, where you went with this. Like, what yeah, direction no, did this yeah. go? I know, I have some thoughts. I'm just curious, like, if I'm correct. Like, go ahead. What do you, what do you, like, I, I mean. No, 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 you go ahead. No, Don't I mean, bring I this just, on me. Don't bring this know, on me. This is it, on you. It was just, you know. Your so, Steph hits a three, like, what do you say? Like, what happens here? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, like. Uh, you know, you know, light skin, pretty boy. Of course, shoot your threes. Yeah, you're afraid to go in the basket. Blah blah blah. I don't feel this way, you know. But I'm drunk and that's, angry. No, I see. I highly doubt that's what you actually said. N- no, it's not what I said. I yeah. don't feel like I don't feel like bleeping in seven minutes into the pod. It's like we gotta I, save that. I want to save that for things I actually feel strongly about, not me drunkenly yelling because I'm mad that LeBron had to carry J.R. Smith and <laughs> Mozgov on his back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like that was that was just pure pure irrational anger. I, mm-hmm. I like to save my 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 expletives for when I'm actually correct, which mm-hmm. is only like eighty five percent of the time. Mm-hmm. So, all right, I just okay, all right, you know what? Fine, fine, fair, cool, cool. But I probably will ask you about fifteen more times throughout the pod. That's fine. That's fine. You know, it's late here. Maybe I'll get a little tired, a little woozy, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll forget about my my you know the the line I just I just drew in the sand. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers have a center. <laughs> Do they? Oh, come on now. It's not it's now. not guaranteed, right? Look, he's ready for a fresh start. Right? Fresh start number I'm, fifteen. Uh, yeah. Number nine. It's kinda it's kinda like a rotten start. Like it's been fresh it's for a fresh. while now. Yeah, it's not fresh anymore. It's kinda like a rotten start. It's an overripe start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like when you leave the avocado in the fridge too yeah. long because you want to save it, and you're like, ah, this is never going to get uh, soft. Yeah, <laughs> it's like still edible, you know what I mean? But I mean, by that time, you could just buy a new avocado. Like this is... <laughs> Dwight Howard, still edible, but you need to buy a new one. Are you <laughs> are you saying are you saying Dwight is never soft? Kobe would have something to say about that. <laughs> Kobe would have something to say about that. Um. <laughs> So yes, Lakers. Lakers do have another center. I will. Uh, I personally, as you guys know, I would have much rather had Noah. I think Noah was a way better fit, and I was very mm-hmm. upset about that that they didn't offer Noah a contract. But I did say that Dwight was the second best option available. Available. And to be fair, the contract that was offered to Dwight is a pretty good one. Yeah, uh, Woj called it like a summer contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically zero guaranteed and you get paid by the, by the day that you're on the team. Exactly. And from Woj's tweets, it just seemed like Lakers were pretty much like, you make one false move and you're out of here. Yeah, it was funny seeing Woj and like, juxtaposing that with uh with shams's tweets yeah <laughs> and Woj is like he's on a tight leash he better watch himself it's <laughs> not guaranteed and shams is like he's gonna compete for a starting position he feels better than ever everybody's yeah. really impressed and i'm like yeah. oh once again i can trust no one <laughs> you can know but you could you can tell which camp was talking to who for sure right. for yeah. sure yeah lakers are talking to uh shams obviously for sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. <Yeah. laughs> that was Rob. Rob and Shams, obviously. Um, that I, I, so the Lakers tend to, I, I guess in previous iterations of this front office, I, before Magic, I'll say, were really tight-lipped uh, about mm-hmm. this stuff. So it's really interesting seeing like the Lakers go out of their way to like put put theirs put their stance or their perspective in the in the media. Right, and said he like killed his workouts and all that, and he did like a really good job impressing Javale McGee um, and Rondo. I think it was one more person, which AD, just, yeah, and AD. Sorry, I was going to say that LeBron, <laughs> right? And <laughs> it was strange that LeBron wasn't there, but I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed with this. I I feel like we've seen this Dwight Howard like five times before. Uh, I mean, I if it was like a fully guaranteed, like the fact that it's like. They can cut him at any time before January. Mm-hmm. I 
I I like it because it for it kind of for like he hit rock bottom. He genuinely hit rock bottom. This forces him to act appropriately and not have an ego and everything. So I mean, he's got to live up to what he's saying, right? Because they can realistically they can cut him in two weeks. Yeah, I thought they should have cut him right when he chose number thirty nine. That's like a warning. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because it's random. Well, no. If you subtract nine by three, it's a six, and I think that's why he did it. It was childish. Oh my gosh! What? <laughs> nothing, oh my nothing, gosh! Nothing, nothing. <laughs> oh my word! Um, the one thing I will say though is that um, Shaq kind of took shots at him in in reference to to his mini beef with Kobe, which we'll get to later. Uh, and I saw the video of Dwight uh, on Instagram Live. Somebody oh, yeah. asked him like, "What about Shaq's comments?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, "You know, uh, I'm not really worried about what anybody has to say." Uh, but I, he said he I, didn't I, see what Shaq had to say. Yes, you did. Yeah, he said I didn't see it, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to see it. I'm not worried about what anybody has to say. I'm just focused on the the goal, the task at hand. And I know it's like, what else is he supposed to say? But it was okay. just nice because he's a goofball, and he could have cracked a joke. Um, but he was just like, uh, he was, he was just good. He was, he was serious about it. Also, his hair looked really good in that in that video. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and, and yes, I'm only saying that because that's the hairdo I rocked <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> He grew out his hair. It was always buzzed, but now he's like last like year or two years now. Yeah. He's been growing it out. When you saw me in Vegas, that's what Dwight has right now. Me and Dwight have the same <laughs> hair. So out of pure like allegiance, out of pure hair allegiance, out of follicle. Rick is a big solidarity. fan of Dwight. That's what I got from this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not a fan. We have follicle solidarity. <laughs> Sha- Shaq was taking shots when Dwight came the first time, wasn't he? For sure. Like when Dwight was like a top five. Not maybe not player, but he was like a top three center. Shaq was taking shots, so I expect that to continue this year. Like, that's not going to stop. Shaq doesn't like either of the Lakers centers right now. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot. Yeah, he he yeah. beefed with Javale too. Also, it's just hilarious because like when other players talk, like talk, it's it's a. Uh, I guess there's always like a back and forth that can happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, you're this, oh, you're this. But when, when Shaq is talking crap about you and you're a center, like, there's nothing you can, you're like, no, yeah. you can't be like, you can't be like, yeah, well, come play me right now. Cause Shaq would probably beat him in the post right now. <laughs> like, like, you can't say, oh, yeah. Oh, well, you're only the second best center of all time, not the first, <laughs> you lazy bum. Like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you only have four rings. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the problem, too, is Shaq is, like, on TNT every week. So Shaq has a platform to just talk whenever he wants. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that must be tough for, like, a player who has to wait till like, a press conference or whatever to try to <laughs> reply back at Shaq. And Shaq has, like, this full medium to just say whatever he wants whenever. Dwight, uh, you, you had a tough time making free throws in the third quarter. They, they went to the heck of Dwight. How, how, how did you, how did that affect you for the rest of the game? I just want to say Shaq's an asshole. <laughs> I don't usually get an opportunity to say this, yeah. but, uh, now that I got a voice, I'm going to say this right now. Oh, man. Yeah, I love, I love when they would ask JaVale, like, you were on Shaqing the Fool like three times. What do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. Shaq sucks. Like, what is he supposed to say? Is there? <laughs> I saw a couple of videos of, of Dwight working out and he, I, I want to say he looked good. He was like, he, he did have some hops. He no. looked a little thinner. He looked a little slimmer, a little leaner. Um, right. but I don't care because it's an off season workout video. And I, yeah. the only reason I saw that was by accident in the first place. I agree that like I saw that too and I was like, Oh wow, he's actually still getting up. And then as soon as I realized that thought is creeping in my head, I was like, no, 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 not allowing that. I'm just going to wait till I watch him, at least in the preseason. Not even Dwight training vi- cramp videos. <laughs> Dwight videos is spam on my timeline. So if you share, <laughs> if you share Dwight highlights, I'm respecting it as spam. I don't want to see Dwight taking step-back three-pointers. Like there's, n- there's no need for that. It's, don't share that on there. Report this tweet and this user. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this. I made a poll on uh, Twitter. I think it was about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, would you want to see Dwight as a Laker again? And I think there was, I forgot how many votes there were. I think there was like 500 or 600 and about 90% of them said no. <laughs> I mean, it's too low. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> you guys, you guys know he's on the team now, right? Like, let's ease up. I, like, he's I, here. I listen. You were the one who said you started it with the train with the videos. So yeah, that's my fault. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Real quick, can we can we talk about like um what's that thing called basketball for a second? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'll take the blame for the for the, for the workout video tangent. Um, but like, so I'm I, I wasn't upset because I actually I had a, I had a bet with my friend because I thought we were going to sign Cortot. I thought because of the Jesus, that's like the last person I was going <laughs> to. Well, last it's not, I, think. I didn't want Gortat, but listen, to my, listen, to my justification. I actually had a bet with my friend. I thought the Dwight like. Kobe Rob relationship was too severed. I thought Dwight was Dwight. I thought that was just dead. Like all, I thought that was DOA. Thought that was dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Thought that was pushed by by Dwight's camp. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out the idea of it being pushed by Dwight's camp was excellent leveraging by Rob Palenka. Um, but I also thought the Noah thing wasn't going to happen because of Rambus. I, I thought, and I thought that mm-hmm. was just dead. Like I thought that was mm-hmm. also DOA. Mm-hmm. And I knew that we were talking to Gortat at the end of last year before we fell off a cliff. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, right. Gortat is the only person that we have a relationship with that isn't negative. So I actually bet my friend dinner that it would be Gortat, and his his bet was actually Noah, and we ended up a wash, so I didn't have to buy uh, mm-hmm. any dinner. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But let's look at this from like an encore perspective because I don't think it's as bad of a of a of a of a signing as I thought it was because we're we're gonna assume I'm gonna assume that Anthony Davis plays let's say ten minutes two shifts at center. Because most teams are going to go somewhat small at the end of games, at the end of halves. So I figure that's five minutes, end of game, end of halves, eight to ten. Five minutes, four to five minutes, end of half, end of game that AD is playing center. All right? Mm-hmm. So that leaves 38 minutes for Dwight and JaVale, barring you know us playing LeBron at five, which probably won't happen, or us playing Kuz at five, which I pray doesn't happen. So like... I'm not mad at JaVale playing 25 minutes and and Dwight playing 20 or so minutes if we can fit more AD at the five in there. Dwight playing 20 is kind of scary to me. Not not mm-hmm. 20, I'm sorry. Uh, what, what I'm talking, 13, 13 minutes. Like, if, if JaVale's getting 25, Dwight's getting 13, and AD's getting 10, I'm not mad at that rotation at all. You know, like, I'm not I'm not scared right. of Dwight on the floor for two for three shifts. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I, my only issue is there's no stretch fives right now. Like, we have zero mm-hmm. stretch fives. I mean, you could say AD, but I'm saying for, like, when AD's on the court. Right. So, I know I want Joakim, but I, at least he could pass from, like, the three-point arc pretty well. Mm-hmm. D- d- with Dwight, I'm just afraid that he's going to, like, cramp the paint. You know? Like, I feel like there's going to be no spacing whatsoever. You're talking about with AD on the floor? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like Dwight would play most of the minutes at the five with like Kuzma, maybe at around at the four. That's and if, yeah. If, yeah, I, I feel like if he rebounds and he just blocks shots, and that's that's like a great addition. My thing is that kind of players would be worth like fifteen million dollars a year. But I don't think like because what's the difference between Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan right now? It's just the role acceptance, isn't it? I, I'd, say, I'd say, like, ego, definitely. Um, yeah. I, I do think DeAndre, I mean, I could be wrong here, but DeAndre, I think, is a better rebounder, shot blocker, as of right now. I think DeAndre's mm-hmm. a better defender, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, like, not, 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 not to say he's a perimeter defender, but I think he can do a little bit more than Dwight can out there. And DeAndre right. understands, like, I'm just not going to touch the ball in the paint. I don't deserve it. Right. I'll just I play mean, the pick and roll. I'll, like, he, he accepts his role much right. better than Dwight does. Right. That's what Dwight needs to learn, though, right? Like, I don't deserve the ball in the post. Like, he needs to, <laughs> he needs, he needs, like, that DeAndre role. But, yeah, yeah, DeAndre got, like, four years, 44 million. I mean, Dwight should have been around that area if he was accepting mm-hmm. his role and things like that. So that's, that's why. But if he does that, then that's a great addition. I just don't know how much he will, I guess. I, I feel like, Ali, you alluded to it. Like, that contract really set him up so that he has no choice but to yep. fall in line. Like, right. he has no choice but to fall in line. Even if he's he upset, it's like you don't you don't work, you don't eat. Like you 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 get paid yeah. by the day. He's essentially a retail employee for the Lakers. So yeah, and the fact they even like they basically gave a bunch of warnings to him too. Yeah, publicly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, like twelve minutes of Dwight rebounding, mm-hmm. blocking some shots. Like he's not a bad basketball player, right? No, no. It, I, that's the thing is to me that was never the issue. My biggest issues with Dwight was his ego. And the fact that he believes he's better than he was with, like, 
things like post moves and everything like that. He just never accepted his role truly. He hated setting pick and he hated going with pick and rolls. He just never accepted his role. The league kind of changed on him a, a little bit. Like it's like an ex- super, it's a super exaggerated version of of Roy Hibbert. Like because he was like there was when he was when he was getting big. Like we were still playing through the post in the NBA. Like as he got more, as his ego got bigger. Like the height of like 2013, him leaving the Lakers, like asking the Lakers to amnesty Kobe. Yeah, the league slowly turned away from him, and I think that's like hard for him to deal with. I'm not like making excuses, but but I'm saying like. So it's one thing to say like Dwight hasn't been able to accept his role, uh, which we can say from the outside. But I think part of that is also he didn't understand that his role has changed. Like he might have accepted his role, but in his head, his role was something completely different. Can you imagine the amount of confidence you have to have to say, hey, go amnesty Kobe Bryant? Confidence, but, that's what we're calling it. I, yeah. I don't know if that's what you call I mean, I had to think of a word. I don't know if that's the correct word, but the, okay, the balls. I say like little self-awareness to understand <laughs> like your, your position where you're at. You remember their face when they said that and then just their reaction? Just like, wow. what, what did you say? You think they laughed? They were like, <laughs> oh, oh, Dwight, what a jokester. Oh, uh, no, but seriously, what are the conditions? <laughs> <laughs> that's just wild it's just wild yeah that uh i feel like dwight's like locker room terribleness uh mm-hmm. is only comparable to to when the mavs decided as a team not to pay rondo for the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> that's an incredible story that is one of my favorite like it's, it was a horrible story but that's one of my favorite things just the way that rondo just decided not to play in the playoffs yeah. This was like, I'm just going to just walk up the court and just throw it somewhere. <laughs> and we have both of them on the same team. Great. Hey. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so, yeah. I mean, like, uh, he's he's a Laker now, so I don't want to. Yeah. No slander. Uh, no, I mean, I, no, he deserves some slander. <laughs> I mean, he deserves a lot of slander. Yeah, yeah. But I shall right. refrain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I went back and watched some of those 2012 games with Dwight Howard while my tear, eyes were obviously watering with tears, but I was watching some of the games, and the Lakers had them in both, and like, if you remember, we started Dwight and Powell together, right, yeah. in the first few games, and then Powell got benched for Earl Clark, but like, in the, in the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> shout out Mike D'Antoni, but we, um, Powell got benched for Earl Clark, but before that, so they'd have Kobe, I'm mean, sorry, they'd have Powell and Dwight in horns actions yeah so this would happen like every other play i couldn't i couldn't even believe this was happening but like so kobe would dribble up he'd give it to dwight like on the horns and then mm-hmm. dwight would like try to go and post up from there like oh this would happen gosh. like every other possession it would just look so awful and as i'm watching this i'm like kobe was never passing this torch to this guy like this was this was never gonna happen so it's kind of it's kind of funny to look at him come back now with like his um, tail between his legs, you know. What I mean? Yo, I, I, if I see more than five post ups in the first game by Dwight, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> five? That is a very high. Ceiling. I want, I want to average one to two per game. Yeah. Sheesh. Can, can I, <laughs> just because you reminded me, Raj, can, I just yeah. want to say two things. One, mm-hmm. yo, Mike D'Antoni was wilding back then. Yeah, <laughs> he absolutely like, was. He was experimenting. Like, he was turning Pau Gasol into a stretch four. <laughs> he had this man standing in the corner like he was Avery f***ing Bradley, bro. So, so, so also that season. So, remember, we traded Derek Fisher the year before, right? Mm-hmm. For um, Ramon Sessions. Yeah. And then Ramon Sessions walked that summer, right? To, I believe, Charlotte. I, and I was okay with that. No, yeah. I actually thought he was the point guard of the future. but I really did, too. Like... <laughs> I remember he, he was performed walking. terribly in the playoffs. Oh, he did. But yeah, I mean, he wasn't but, ready for that. Like, that's yeah. not really. That was but, like his um, first playoffs, wasn't it? Yeah. I think oh, yeah, so. I believe so. I remember during the regular season, I was like, I really like this guy. And then the playoffs came, and I was like, this guy sucks. Yeah, well. So, so Dead Tony had, I'm, I'm not even lying, like, I was watching this game. We had Darius Morris starting <laughs> next to Kobe. I was like, what the hell? I don't remember this. So we had Darius Mo- Morris and Kobe in the backcourt with, like, Dwight and Powell. I don't remember who the small four was. 
And, like, Darius Morris dribbling up with Dwight, like, begging for the ball. I mean, what is Darius Morris supposed to do? You know what I mean? So, I think, yeah. I think that was hilarious to go back and watch. I still blame Jim and Mitch for that, though. Like, I I blame D'Antoni. I blame Dwight. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, none of this would happen if you would have just, like, hired Phil Jackson. Or, right. Right, like, not not to be nostalgic, but it's just it would have eased tensions a little bit because yeah. Dwight wanted mm-hmm. him. Or just, like, you know, sign, sign, sign a coach that makes sense. Not that, yeah, yeah, like, Phil, like, knows how to control egos. He's done right. it. A lot in the past. <laughs> Even if he's doing so <laughs> underhandedly and with psychological warfare, like at least he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I don't know if you guys remember, but D'Antoni was on crutches when he signed up to Lakers. <gasps> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so like watching him crutch up to the press conference, like like hey D'Antoni, you just like you got hired over Phil. How do you feel? And he's like crutching up to the press conference. Like <laughs> that image just stays with me. Do you remember that famous photo of D'Antoni like laying on like the chair on the bench where his like physical therapy and oh, Dwight yeah, and Kobe yeah. over him like holding fists? That <laughs> must have been. That I has have no to be idea the what most... you're talking about. You don't know? I no, that was no, like no, one of the biggest I, pictures I, I of the year. I repressed it's, it. It's oh okay, okay. I, I it's like, like it's got to be one of the most uncomfortable photos of all yeah. time. Of all yeah. time. Of all time. Yeah, like I genuinely think that was. They, they were like, "Hey guys, we should like make people think that we are okay." Yes, right, I, yeah. I 100% believe that. <laughs> There's too much bad that, media out there. <laughs> they took that photo and they just went back to ignoring each other. No, they took that photo and then Dwight swung and sprinted away. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> pulled a Carmelo. Uh, no no <laughs> oh. disrespect. But that's one of the fav- That's one of my favorite fight videos of all time. Carmelo starts off like in the paint, punches the dude, and backpedals like, to the tunnel. That's just amazing. <laughs> my favorite part is Nate Robinson in that video. <laughs> That fight, Nate's just, oh, huh? is he getting dragged? I don't remember. I think I think Nate like flew in, didn't he? Maybe I'm oh, almost crap. focused on Melo. Wait, while we're while we're on uh 2013, mm-hmm. I just I know I know we went 0 and 8 in the preseason, right, but yes. like that doesn't matter to me honestly, especially with like what was happening. Right. But Mike Brown got fired. After going one and four, bro, they gave this man five games. What are you supposed to do in five games? Like, that blows my... Like, I, I just... Five games? They gave this man five games? All right, hear me out here. Hear me out here. If Coach Vogel went one and four to start the season, do you think he's Ooh. gone? I, I don't nah. think so. I don't think this front office is at that reactionary to do that, but... But I then think they get his, Jason Kidd at the helm. Right. I think his seat would be pretty hot um, at that time. You know, if they went 1-4 after, like, because they've got some pretty good, nice games to start off. Yeah. That's, that's exactly true. what I was thinking just now. <laughs> I was like, it depends on who that one was. <laughs> like, losing to Kawhi, okay. Yeah. You know, that's In fine. Utah, that's not. That's like, that's not, that's not yeah. despicable by but any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, like, like I don't know, man. If uh, if we walk in there and Terry Rozier drops thirty eight, <laughs> and we end up zero and three, like that might be it right there. I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys remember, but Mike Brown was running the Princeton offense. Yes, you, you remember that? So I remember, like the Lakers. I remember opening night. They were running like the Princeton offense, and they were down to like the Mavericks, which Mavericks weren't even close to like the talent level. And then Kenny Smith's like, why aren't they running like the Duke offense? Like the like the, the Princeton never run, wins any NCAA titles. Like, <laughs> wow, that's perfect. Yo, know, Kenny Smith, un- underrated, underrated. Yeah. Our coaching after Phil Jackson has just not been great. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that's changing. Right. Yeah, we have, well, we don't really have a choice. Um. Well, I mean, when I say we don't have a choice, I mean, at the very least, we'll get two swings at the apple when and if Vogel gets fired. Uh, why'd I say swings at the apple? Bites at the apple, swings at the ball. Like, what kind of a mixed metaphor? I, I never question your quotes, man. Yeah, no, I just I accepted just, swings at I the just apple. Hear it. Yeah, I just hear it, and I'm like, this is probably some really smart quote. I'm just going to nod my head. It's actually Khalil Gibran. Uh, he's a. I know uh, exactly who that is. I, I, again, I don't know why I think you're being serious. I was like, oh, yeah, awesome. He has one of my favorite quotes in actuality. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I know Khalil Mack. The football player? Yeah, <laughs> it's the only Khalil <laughs> I think I know. I had my fantasy football drive today, so I'm with you. I'm here with you on the same page right now. <laughs> with you on the same page. 
uh, Raj, I don't think that's your cup of tea. Not at all. I, I remember Andrew Luck retired, right? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know a lot about football. Yeah. I, do you do you have a t- like do you follow the Rams? Do you like the Rams? Uh, so I I never was really into football. I only watched the playoffs and since the Rams came to LA I've been like really doing my best to learn about them. So yes, I know I know a bit about the Rams. I'm not going to say I'm a diehard fan, but I know about them and then I don't know anything about any other team. Okay. Yeah. I know that AB's on the Raiders. I know that. I know he's got some helmet issues. I know that. <laughs> I'm trying to compare that to like an NB issue. Like what like how how is that comparable? Because football has the weirdest stories in the world to me. Like I see some stuff come up come up on the timeline. I'm like, what the hell? That makes no sense. I can't think of anything weird like that. But I guess maybe the whole J.R. Smith tattoo thing. Yes. His, yeah. You know uh, what? What tattoo did he have? Supreme. Supreme. He had a Supreme but, tattoo, and they were like making him cover it up. Right. But he wasn't not gonna play. Like no. Maybe yeah. like I'm not playing if you don't get me a good helmet. They're yeah, like, this helmet's be- not legal. Like, you can't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would have to be like Rondo. Like, Rondo wants to wear a specific headband, and they only allow Nike headbands now. Oh, oh. And he's like, I got, no, I got, I've been wearing Puma for 10 years. No, there isn't actually an issue with Rondo's headband. Do you remember that? Well, because he, he would wear them, what? In, he'd wear the NBA out. one inside out. Yeah, and, and you like, need no, to have the logo facing. It's a rule. Yeah. It's an operations really? rule. Wow. I'm you trying to think of something in there. I, there's nothing that comes to mind. I remember Dwight Howard would use like stickum on his hands. Maybe if he was like, "No, I'm going to use stickum," and then they were like, "No, you can't." True. Can, <laughs> of course, can Dwight I give would y'all be a involved. Quick, uh, my bad. <laughs> can I give y'all a quick operations quiz? I just want to see like oh, if you God. knew. No, not a quick. Like I just want to know if you know that these things are like illegal under NBA rules. Like if you know you're not supposed to do this. So, like, if you watch James Harden, James Harden always wears, like, you know the wristbands, like the Livestrong bands it yeah. used to be? Mm-hmm. He always wears more than one, and you're not allowed to wear more than one on your wrist. Yo, refs oh, used really? to always make me take that stuff off. That's it would piss me off. And I get it, but I I, feel, I don't know what it is, like a mental thing. Like, it's just when it's on my wrist, I feel better. But, bro, I feel like in high school or in AAU, like, maybe it's a safety thing. Maybe, like, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Like, I under... But we're telling this NBA player, hey, bro, hey, bro, only one band on each <laughs> wrist. Only one band. How, how much is the fine for that? Do you know? Uh, I don't think they actually, they don't definitely don't publicize it, but I don't think they actually find them. Oh. I think it like, I think they just keep track of it in case like, so now if James Harden has some other like uniform violation that's right. like more egregious, they'll be like, all right, well, we're letting you slide with the wristbands. We have these. <laughs> 50 documented cases of you with these wristbands. So, like, we're giving you the wristbands. Don't do this other crap. Uh, that's how I think it's used. That's pure circumspect. Though. So, James Harden is not stopping anytime soon. Then. No, no, no. He, he will be wearing, wearing yeah. bands on bands on bands. <laughs> um, before last year, uh, you had to wear, like, you couldn't wear whatever color shoes you wanted. Like, everybody on the team had to be wearing the yeah. same color shoes. Yeah. Now you can wear whatever you want. Yes. I um, hate that. I hate that rule. You, that you can wear whatever you want. It's uh, because I remember. I think it was Lonzo. He wear like pink shoes with yellow jerseys, and I was like, "What is this?" It just <laughs> Looking like SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll just see people with like such a different. And I'm not that big of a fashion person. I don't care about the style or whatnot. But it just looks weird. Nothing's more convincing that you don't care about style and whatnot than saying I don't care about style <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> That's also one of my favorite words. Um, whatnot? Yeah, whatnot. I love whatnot. Like, who's doing this and whatnot, <laughs> this and that. Um, I, I, this is my last one. Uh, so, like, if we're on a team, we're all on a team, and, like, uh-huh. you two are wearing, like, blue sleeves... I can't, like, no, if we're on the Lakers and you two are wearing yellow sleeves, I can't wear a purple sleeve. Like, it's got to be yellow. I got to match what you're wearing sleeve-wise. As a teammate? That Yes, that is a rule. That's all yes. the books. What? It's a rule. It's not, it, it, but it is a rule. It I'm is going, documented. I'm going with false. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's false? No, no, no. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's true. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's against the rules. Uh, so they're just not matching because they want to. It's like actually a rule. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not because we're we're team unity and we're synchronized. Yeah. It's it's the equipment manager is going to get a call. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> to give you other sleeves. I don't know why. I just thought of a whole scenario of like LeBron coming in with a white sleeve and Dwight comes in the black and LeBron's like, "No, you got to go. You got to go white." And Dwight's like thinking of talking back to him. He's like, "I got a contract. I got to go with it. I got to go with it." <laughs> All right, sure, sure, LeBron. 
in the future on a future episode of this pod i've said this before too i i definitely i'm gonna i'm gonna share some uh some operations stories because there's some there's some stupid shit <laughs> that has had to be that has had to be uh discussed you know what else needs to be discussed what you said during the warrior games all right so that's one you have 14 more times that you need to bring it up and we're like the half an hour in so you're gonna really need to pick up the the rate here well, um, I mean, I'm still here waiting. Well, <laughs> this, uh, that was that was me smoothly ignoring your request. If you did, yeah, and this is me not so smoothly, just blatantly telling you, <laughs> you still need to say it. So we need another Vegas trip, maybe. Another, yeah, maybe next year at summer league. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, by then, uh, Rick, Raj, why are you helping him get away from that topic? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we're not gonna get it here. Like we're, it's not gonna happen here. Not it's with not that gonna, attitude. Not with that attitude, indeed. Positivity. Um. Yeah. So that, that you know. Anyway, um, all right. I forgot. I I got on a tangent. That's my bad. And now I forgot where I tangented from. So we're just gonna move on. Uh, Shaq and Kobe are fighting again, but not really. But kinda. This is how this is how I think it went. I think Kobe said what he said, he, and he said it because like that's been a thing before. Like Kobe said, it and Shaq's agreed with him before. And then Shaq actually got pissed about it, so he said, had those two comments on Instagram. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh, where, yeah. he, where he was like, you can't be lazy and have a statue and all. I think he was being dead serious. Mm-hmm. And then Kobe had those tweets, and he's like, oh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I did think it was funny, though, because he was like, he being Shaq, Shaq was like, you know, uh, if you hadn't uh, if you hadn't shot and missed or refused to pass the ball so many times in that Pistons series, we'd have another ring. And, yeah. like, I love Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is one of the reasons I love the game of basketball. But mm-hmm. upon retrospect, yo, he was jacking in yeah, the finals. I told you because they, they're playing on NBA TV. And, like, I remember watching those games, but I don't remember in great detail because I was, what, like, nine? Or not even, no, not even, what am I saying, not Actually, yeah, nine. I was nine during those games, and I don't remember in great detail, but I've been watching it these past few days because they've been playing it on NBA TV, and I'm watching that, and I'm like, damn, there's actually a couple times where Shaq's like down the paint, has a good position, Kobe just goes in, I'm like, oh, that's not great. But yeah, I, I will always defend Kobe. I haven't watched, but I've heard like, Chauncey Billups speak on it, who I think was the MVP of that series, but um, Billups said they just kind of left. I don't remember them winning. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, what do you, th- what do you mean? Oh, my bad. He got the MVP in a loss, obviously. But uh, Chauncey Billups, he said they just kind of left Kobe in single coverage. So they kind of doubled um, Shaq, and they kind of let him go to work. I mean, I can't really blame him. I mean, it's kind of what he does. There would be no Kobe slander from me. So that was... I just think that... Uh, I was talking about this with a, with a friend today. It, it's It's only sad because... Like at the very least, we can say that Kobe's behavior in mm-hmm. that that finals was, shall we say, not productive, <laughs> right? Not not necessarily beneficial to the team. And mm-hmm. what immediately happened after that, he got his way. Like Shaq got traded. So I right. feel like the one thing I can confidently say is it seemed like Kobe's performance in that finals, like he felt enabled because of what happened during the off season. Mm-hmm. Which like could be seen as a bad thing, but I mm-hmm. think it was awesome because he was like, "See, they want me to do this," and then we got to watch like <laughs> one of the greatest scores of all time just go ham by himself for yeah. like three and a half years, and then win two rings. Like I, 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 I think it was he got he was vindicated, so it's okay. I've always said this. I don't, and I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I truly do believe this that Kobe wouldn't have been the player he became. Or that mm-hmm. have become the Hall of Famer he is, if it wasn't for Shaq being traded away. I think it brought him to a different level because he like realized what it's like to like not have that second superstar on your team and kind of be on your own. If you get what I'm saying. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. And I, I don't think he gets there without all those losing seasons. You know what I mean? They had like mm-hmm. three or four bad seasons, and that kind of showed him that I need to kind of share the ball a little more as much as he did through the 2010 series. So. Yeah. Just another note about how like how delicate situation can be. 
I, I was uh, the 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 Shaq and Kobe like one on one interview it was mm-hmm. I, I was on some somebody's Twitter and I I saw I was watching a little bit of it today and Shaq made mention several times about like how one of the reasons why he like slacked off during the summer during the off season when oh, Kobe yeah. was working much to Kobe's chagrin was because and I'm quoting him directly here I knew I had a young guy that could get me forty whenever <laughs> he wanted to so it's like Kobe's like maniacal insanity was like part of the reason why Shaq slacked off because he was like, I got Kobe. Like, what do I need to work hard for? Kobe's working hard. And, th- and it's that, in fact, that drove Sh- Kobe even more maniacally insane. Like, I-, I don't know. I just think that's hilarious and kind of perfect. And when, uh, when, uh, or never mind, never mind. I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to leave that alone. I-, I was just thinking it's not the same comparison, but like, just imagine if after the 2016 finals, LeBron was like, I don't need to come in shape. I got Kyrie going crazy. Like just how <laughs> just how insane of a quote would that be coming out from somebody? Yeah. Like God. Kyrie's gonna drop forty. Why do I gotta come in shape? <laughs> Tell Kyrie to get in shape. Yeah, you know you're gonna need him because I'm not gonna be. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that, that's sorry. Like, that's like as if LeBron came into this camp. It was like he came in like twenty pounds heavier. And you're like, what happened? Are you kidding me? We got AD out. He tries hard. <laughs> What do you think? You know what happened. You saw the news. <laughs> but I asked Rich what happened. Look at this dude. AD came in shape and ready. I could just wait till January. Yo, that that just that blows. That's just a different. Uh, it's a different time. It's a different yeah. time. That's one of my favorite Shaq quotes of all time too. When he, I think he hurt his toe, and he like he was supposed to rehab, and he yeah. was, and he didn't, and he was like, I got hurt on company time. I'll rehab on company time. <laughs> And I'm like, how is this guy the most dominating force ever? <laughs> God, Shaq was the man. Shaq was the man. He still is. He still is. Yeah. I wish there was someone like Shaq in the NBA right now. I wish. Well, there is a Superman, and he's on our team. So. <sighs> Superman. Womp, womp. Anyway, sorry. We're, we're past Dwight. Um, <laughs> I guess we can move on to Kyle Kuzma and his shortened stint. You guys think that the ankle injury is actually serious? Because nobody's really talked about it. I just think it's weird because, like, the way it was pitched was like, oh, yeah, he's hurt, but, like, you know, he'll be ready for the season. And then Pop is like, it really sucks that that ankle injury is going to affect his season. And I'm like, oh, oh, what's she talking about? So I think think what Pop meant, because, like, after no one else really talked about it, I think what Pop meant was, like, his summer to work for the season. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he meant, but he just said it terribly. Yeah, I feel the same way. Do you guys buy the conspiracy, though, that, like, they wanted to cut him and didn't want to, like, make it known that he was cut, so they just made the ankle injury kind of... Ah. I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack. I, 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 I do kind of buy into that a little bit. Not mm-hmm. specifically for Kuzma. I, I think that's I think that's one of the ways that they, like help assuage the the pain the public perception pain at least of like guys getting cut i don't necessarily think like that's the reason but i think it could have something to do with it he's like hey like you know you're fighting uphill battle you're hurt why don't you just take i think that's why i think that's why most of the people who left left to be honest with you at least the not not the big names De'Aaron fox left because he got seven minutes in the first game (laughs) like you know like exactly exactly like i don't think it's i don't think it's outlandish to think but i don't know i just don't think kuz was the worst player on the team no, no, wasn't no. Even I'm not close. saying that. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I'm not. I, I, I just wanted to make sure I was on record. I don't even think that's true at all. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think you were. I didn't think you were saying that. I only think Raj is saying that because he hates Kuz. Right, yeah, even as the ninth okay. biggest Kuzma hater, like he was not. He was not. The, he was not the worst on the team. So, like, how many wins? I don't know if you guys. We haven't done this, right? How many wins do you think the USA uh, select team could get uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the NBA? Oh, in the NBA? In the NBA, that that roster right there. I think in the East, that's like yeah. a that's like a forty eight win team. I think that's uh, like a, a solid four or five seed in the East. The starting lineup is Kemba, Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Miles Turner the starting center? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Jalen is not in the starting lineup. No. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan. Yep. And then I think and- it's Harrison Barnes who starts. Already, we're not like. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> you put Harrison Barnes in the starting lineup. I know where we're headed. I know where we're headed. I, right. I might have said this on the pod before. I, I think I have. 
Uh, but like, you know how, like, when guys are good, you'll be like, yo, that dude is the truth. No, that's right. not a reference. Like, you right. know, that dude's the truth. That dude's the truth. Me and my homeboy used to call Harrison Barnes the lie. Because <laughs> 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 he's just nuts. Not, it's, it's fool's gold. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I, I like Harrison Barnes and I wanted him to sign with the Lakers, ironically, when we signed Luke Walton. Uh, but you know, yeah. If Luke didn't want him, then I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I was staying yeah, I, up to like two thirty in the morning to try to watch these games, and Kuz looked really good. He was like moving and he was hitting open shots. It sucks that he got shortened, but I think it's I think like three weeks with Pop Popovich is worth as much as whatever two years with yeah. Luke Walton was. So I'm hoping he kind of learned from that. He was probably the most famous USA a member on the team. So you're, you're really going to get Celtics fans in your in your mentions after <laughs> that. That's Whew, I hope you're prepared. To be fair, I think I disagree with that. I think Donovan Mitchell is probably most famous. That's fair, actually. I didn't think about yeah. Mitch. As far as like social media wise, and then second, I'd go Kuz. Yeah, I mean, even though Kemba's the best, I think popularity wise. Right. It's weird seeing like Chris Middleton on this team. Like he's he's been just like an average Joe, and he just got like yeah. the max contract. It's kind of weird to watch mm-hmm. him, but yeah, he. Uh... I always was say, I mean, I was saying how the Lakers, if they didn't get any max, they should consider him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his Team USA play has not been stellar. Yeah, I don't want to judge off like three U- Team USA games, but yeah, but then he got a max contract. Yeah, he well, he it's always situational, right? Like he got a max contract because the Bucks were stuck in between a rock and a hard place. I actually yeah. do. I think the Bucks aren't going to be the same team next season. I think losing Brogdon was actually huge, much bigger than uh than is discussed. I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah, like not that many people talk about. That's a huge loss for them. Hey, Raj. Yes. What school did Malcolm Brogdon go to? Oh boy, Virginia. Yes, let's go, baby. <laughs> two up, two down. You already know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Great job, uh, bro. Great job. One of my favorite things at summer league was like they had this little dance contest. And then I remember the guy was like, this is how we do it in Virginia. And you're like, no, it's not. This is no. <laughs> <laughs> That is a lie. We do not do it that way. <laughs> I remember that. That's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Also, like, I, I think it's hilarious. Like, uh, the Malcolm Brogdon thing, thing is going to hurt. But it's also going to hurt that they lost Malcolm Brogdon and still have Eric Bledsoe in the playoffs. And like Eric Bledsoe turns into a pumpkin in mid-April every single year, and like they just doubled down on that. They doubled down on pumpkin Bledsoe. That sounds a lot more disrespectful than I meant for it to. I I've stopped this not dis- disrespecting the right word. I've stopped slandering uh, the players who don't play well in the playoffs because I was doing that to Cal Lowry, and then that dude played amazing in the finals. So I think people can change. I also think you get a you get a buy or, or a pass if you're not playing well against LeBron James. Yeah, that is true. You know, like <laughs> I'm not gonna true. I'm not gonna hate on that. Like it's <laughs> LeBron James. All right, fine, you won. <laughs> LeBron left do? for one season and then Toronto won the title. What the hell? That's insane. That's it. That happened. Yeah. That happened. And it was <laughs> funny because I was recently watching like Kyle Lowry celebrate after the conference finals, just making it uh-huh. to the finals. <laughs> And he was like, he was crying, he was holding his sons, and I was like, he thinks this, like, he doesn't realize that, like, he's about to, he's like, this, this is his championship right now, just making it. Oh, what a crazy year. When was the last time a team won the finals, or the championship, and everyone knew that next season they won't even be close to making the finals? Because I don't think you can say, I don't think you can say that with Dallas. Because Dallas people thought like they're gonna go like at least a little bit far in the playoffs the next following season. Mm-hmm. I think you say about Detroit. I-, I was gonna say the last time if we go backwards, the last time was when the Cavs won the championship. Because then like a month later, Kevin Durant was a Warrior, <laughs> and you were like, "Oh no, this is not it's over." Again. No, but like you still think they're gonna make the finals? Oh, ma- not right, even right, make yeah. the finals. Okay, yeah, like, okay, okay. I I don't. Will they even get past the first round in the playoffs? Probably I think not. so. No? Yeah, that's. A, I don't what, think so either. Where's the competition? Well, there's Philly. Um, okay. All they have to be is a top four team, and they escape. So we got Philly, we got right. Boston, we got Milwaukee. Uh-huh. 
And then I got I got Toronto. Indiana. I still got Toronto after that. But it's tight, right? Like that's not like it is an tight. Easy You're series. right. It's, it's yeah. tight. But e- I mean, all right. So even if they're I'm five, gonna slack. it's going to be. I'm going to slack for this, but Celtics are going to be better than them. Well, I I gave it. I said I said Boston. Oh, Milwaukee. You did? Oh, okay. Ooh, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Oh. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm I'm being conservative. Boston, right. like, sorry, sorry. Let me do let me do Philly, Milwaukee, Boston. So even if Indiana is better than them. They're not mm-hmm. going to be worse than what the, the bottom dwellers, Detroit, Miami, Orlando. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, like, they're facing Indiana most likely in the first round of the playoffs. And, like, Spicy P is nasty, bro. Like, don't disrespect Spicy P. Kyle Lowry's nasty. <laughs> they got I, – I, I'm a big Rondé fan. I think I said this on the pod. I don't know why. But they got OG <laughs> coming back, like, after the oblique injury. Like, I'm – they got Stanley. They, they're still the, the long defensive team. Why yeah. am I? Why am I selling Toronto so hard right now? I have no you, idea. You, I mean, you try to sell. You try to sell me on OKC, and I was just not buying. So wait, I'm wait, not wait. buying. O- OKC with Chris Paul, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to be a used car salesman with that one. Yeah, that was no. I couldn't. I you. I wasn't buying. Yeah. Um, what about Brooklyn though? I think Brooklyn might be better than Toronto. Ooh. Oh yeah, I forgot about Brooklyn. That's fair. I don't, actually. I don't know. I feel like I've seen Kyrie with like young guys. Doesn't really. I, I I take Toronto over Brooklyn right now. I think I would I too. Know. I think I, I would too. I Bro, they're know. the champs, man. They're yeah, the champs. Okay, no disrespect. They're the champs. They're gonna get the rings. But you take out Danny Green and you take out Kawhi, and you you that starting lineup is just crumbled. Who is it? It's Kyle Norman Powell. Maybe you Norman got you Powell got you got Marcus. Sure. You got Marcus All. You got you still got the court. Marcus All Ibaka. You got Siakam. You got Kyle Lowry, and then like, but as far as the starting lineup, like, who do you slot two and three? Norman yeah, Powell starts put, at two. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you probably put Ronde. I, I would but say OG. OG. Yeah, OG. Yeah, that's yeah. So there's OG, like OG and then Siakam, Gasol. And I think it could be situational too because yeah. Ronde is a very physical defender. He's a good defender. If you need, if you need that, like, you. I mean, you could go big when you want it, when you're playing Philly with with. You could put Siakam, Abaka, and Gasol all in at the same time if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just. And Kawhi missed like twenty games, right? And they still, I think they had like a really good record. We're, I, I'll, I'll, I'll at least say this: we're gonna find out how good of a coach Nick Nurse is this year. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. That'll be actually a really interesting team to see, like how they do. Very interesting yeah. team to watch for sure, for sure. They're playing with house money. They just <laughs> it's a like, chill year for them. That's and that's why it's cool too, because it's like Kyle Lowry can just be like, yeah. I mean, like he can he can just give it all, he can give it his all. He can be free. Right before he comes to the the Lakers for the MLE next year, uh, <laughs> uh, the game where Toronto plays the Clippers that's, and Kawhi gets the ring—that's going to be the closest the Clippers have ever gotten. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's move on. I forgot what was next. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. We had Dwight Kuz. Oh, Mamba Day. Oh, yeah. Let's move on. Mamba Day was celebrated this week. Uh, yes. And this is not. This is no longer Mamba Day. We're a little late. We're about almost a week late. But, you know, <laughs> we, reco- we recorded it right before Mamba Day last week. So Every day is, is Mamba it, is Day. Is it really the what same week as Mamba Day? <laughs> <laughs> it's five days. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, we want to drop some some favorite Kobe memories just uh, to celebrate the Mamba, the Mamba mentality. What the Mamba means to you, personally, my probably my favorite Kobe moment ever. It's got to be the two buzzer beaters against Portland. That I don't think I've ever like. I was pretty young when that happened, and I remember that perfectly. So for me to actually remember that that well, it had to meant something. Yeah, I wish I watched those. I wasn't watching basketball until then. Those happened when, like two thousand? Was that two thousand three? Uh, that was the no. year with uh Gary Payton, Carl Malone. Oh, okay, that was two thousand four. Year after, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are good memories. That's wild. Oh. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't remember that either. That's why I'm saying it like that. Uh, like you know how you create memories. Like I quote unquote remember that that alley oop to Shaq in the semifinals, mm-hmm. but I don't remember mm-hmm. that. When Shaq like runs down the court with both arms raised, I don't actually remember that. I didn't see that. I don't remember. Yeah. But I've just watched it so many times. Uh, Raj, go ahead. My bad. Yeah, I think my favorite is still that like 
in like game seven of the Celtics series, he had like a pull up jumper, which I think put us up four, which is like the largest lead I think of that game. I think that's my favorite moment. Like that's when I knew the game was over, and he was shooting obviously that crap, but that was like the one that I'll I think I'll never forget. What about you, Rick? I said this on Twitter. It's it's the the defining Kobe moment for me. It was March eighth in that 20, 2013, 2012-2013 season, the game against the Raptors, where like we were already like fighting for a playoff seed, and Kobe mm-hmm. had just went like bananas all year long. Like averaged like six assists, mm-hmm. was doing pretty much everything all year long. And that Toronto game, we're like down, I think we're down like ten with like two minutes left, and Kobe mm-hmm. just like hits three threes, <laughs> one of them like off curling off an inbounds in the corner pump fakes another's like a double clutch and like they're just like the degree of like three of the hardest shots i've ever seen anyone shoot and he makes them all to like come back with a minute and a half left uh and then we tie the game up and then we go into ot and he like dunks on two players uh and that was i think that was like the 78th game of the season and then he tore his achilles two games later um, mm-hmm. So that's like that's mm-hmm. how I remember him. Uh, that that Toronto that Toronto comeback was huge. I won't say this is a defining moment for me, like him, but this is a moment that I always think of. And I just remember as a kid, I would legit practice this shot because of him. It was the like turnaround left handed three in the corner against Dallas. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yes. I remember I saw that, and that following day, I just went and like kept shooting that shot. And I would airball everything because, like, I am so bad with my left hand. But I just thought it was so sick that he did that, that I just kept having to practice that. I don't – has a player done that since him? Like, just shot with the opposite hand, like, on purpose just to get it off and, like, make it from three? I've seen it in, like, practice. I don't think I've seen it in, like, a game. I think I see Ben Simmons doing it all the time with his left hand. He should be shooting with his right hand. But other than Ben Simmons. <laughs> I don't know what hand he guy. shoots with it. Yeah, I don't know, man. That was really therapeutic for me, actually. I'm not going to lie to the Kobe conversation. I still get upset when Pete, when I see, like, I don't even want to call them Kobe haters. Like, mm-hmm. when I see, like, seven-year-olds on Twitter um, arguing about Kobe Bryant's true shooting percentage. I'm like, nobody cared. Nobody cared. That wasn't a thing. That was not a thing. Uh, <laughs> Try to imagine, like, Jalen Rose getting, like, 81 dropped on him. He's like, Kobe, your true shooting percentage is, like... 54 while he's just like <laughs> raining shots on <laughs> like that would never work in, in a real TS45 that's what we're gonna call you <laughs> he's like got like 64 on the board <laughs> somebody said this uh, on Twitter the other day they were like you know back in the day I, and Nestle did say that they were like back in the day the regular season like great players used it to practice shots that they knew they were gonna take in the playoffs. So they wanted to be ready for those situations. And like, so to, to judge like, and it, it really was like, they were using it as a lab, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, so to judge, to judge, I, I'm not telling, I'm preaching to the choir, whoever's listening to this and you two, but to judge Kobe Bryant off of metrics that we use today to, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's kind of silly. I know they weren't playing the same game. No, not at all. Not playing the same game. It's a different era. Completely. Yeah. But I'm like, Kobe, Kobe, like people were saying, like about his three point shot too. Kobe would have adjusted his game. Yeah, you don't think Kobe would have taken like ten thousand threes a day in the <laughs> summer, like after the three point revolution. Like, oh my gosh! Like the the Steve Nash got injured and he was just like, oh, I guess I'm a point guard now, and just like average six assists. <laughs> like, uh, like you think the dude's not gonna step out four feet behind where he's shooting? Oh, I love Kobe so much. I miss Kobe. Miss you, yeah. bruh. Miss you, bruh. When you hear this, I know you will. <laughs> Come back. But not as a president of basketball operations. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was like a two-week where he was the shadow GM. Oh, and yeah. then like we signed Dwight and that, that shit died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 we were wrong. Uh, yeah. Oh, we, we heard that from Arya. Uh, <laughs> Realistically, you think Polinka, like I'm just so curious. You think Polinka asked Kobe like, hey, is it okay with you? 
I'm so curious if he just like even did that or even considered that. I feel like the odds are like one in one that that happens. <laughs> I feel like a hundred percent. He was like, "Look, we we need a center." Joakim just looked washed, and and Kobe was like, "What about Mo?" And he was like, "I mean, he shot the he shot the three, but he's out of shit. Like, we can't depend on him." And 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 Kobe was like, "What about Marquise Chris?" And Rob was like, "Come on, Kobe." <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to give up Zubak? That wasn't me, man. That was magic, I swear. I don't even like Muscala. <laughs> Kobe's like, go get Powell. He's in Milwaukee now. Kobe, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> get his brother, Kobe. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll play center. Co- actually, no, man, no, we can't do that. Um... Yo, who is working out Spencer Hawes? Did you guys see that? Somebody yeah, I do. I, I really wanted the Lakers to work him out. I, it's the Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers, okay, yeah. of course. So every time, like, I, this is bad, but, like, I saw the Sixers were working out Spencer Hawes, and I got confused because they just had Mike Muscala, you know, <laughs> two years ago. And all I remember Mike Muscala for was his dad tweeting out racist stuff about Jimmy Butler. <laughs> so, like, for some reason, when I think Spencer Hawes now, I think Mike Muscala's racist dad. And I'm, like, having trouble <laughs> separating, like, that situation. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, they need a stretch five. Because the old stretch five they had tweeted racist stuff about Jimmy Butler's dad. I mean, about Jimmy Butler. So, yeah. Um, anyway, quick shout out to Spencer Hawes for that. I'm trying to separate you, bro. I apologize that you're a stretch five uh you're not mike muscala and your dad does not tweet racist things about jimmy butler i hope <laughs> that's not Sap- that's not sacramento king spencer Hawes. <laughs> i wish i had more teams on deck atlanta hawks spencer Hawes. <laughs> yeah you can say the clippers is spencer Hawes. oh yeah he did play <laughs> he didn't even play for the hawks i'm bugging uh yeah i, I, I can't he, he didn't right no, I think I think I just got confused because his name is Hawes. <laughs> Hawes Hawks. Although one a, a quick uh, quick tidbit about Spencer Hawes: when you Google him, he is uh, listed as a center for the 76ers, but a power forward or center for the Bucks. And I'm like, what is this stupidity? Um, just a quick aside. Spencer Hawes with the 76ers was a fantasy god, bro. The thing about fantasy basketball is like. There are so many fantasy gods who are just, like, not good just because, like, I got to have 15 dudes on my team. <laughs> <laughs> so on a random Tuesday when there's 10 games, like, you, no, give, me, he, you give me he, eight rebounds. I'm like, oh, thank God. Thank you, Ennis Cantor. But go ahead. He, he legit was, like, one of the top-rated centers for fantasy that year. I'm not even kidding. What, and in the 76 or cent? Yeah. Like, he was actually, like, I think he was, like, in the top five for fantasy in the centers that season. That's pretty wild. Yeah. No, I'm he looking- did. I'm looking right now. The year he played 82 games, it was like it's like 11 points, one and one and a half blocks. He was like shooting like 30, 36 percent from the um, from the three point line. Mm-hmm. Year after that, he was like 13, eight and a half, and three three assists. So I see what you're talking about. Actually, he was he was doing his thing. And you know, last season he only played nine games for South Bay, but he averaged 45 percent from three. Yeah. I, I remember I was at the game. He was like he started one of those. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't think he shot well that night, but he was like a good <laughs> passer. He was a good passer, I think, from like yeah, the top he of the key. Four assists. Yeah, no, they he they always they'd always put him there, and like he would just like he would always find cutters. It was actually really fun to watch. Hmm. All right. Well, this has been. Uh, we've somehow turned a week of very little Lakers news into an hour of talking, <laughs> which is a very underrated skill, I think. <laughs> very marketable. <laughs> Uh, any parting thoughts before we bid the the listeners adieu for another week? Sometimes no news is good news. Yes. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, well, there you have it, folks. Let's hope. Uh, let's hope we have another week of no news. Uh, and, and and you know what? Then, then we can get creative with the topics next week. Maybe talk some more fast food, or maybe step our game up. Maybe go fast casual. We'll have it f- five guys discussion again. Who knows? <laughs> the world is our oyster. Ali, you don't eat oysters, do you? No. Oysters are good. I found it. Good fried oyster. Oysters Rockefeller. First place I had oysters was New Orleans, and I feel like I got spoiled. Oysters aren't clams, right? It's different. No, and I don't don't think I mess with clams either, to be honest with you. Okay. Kind of weird. But I mess with clam chowder. I'll mess with them in chowder. 
But like you put anything in a bowl of like creamy broth, potatoes, bacon, and cheese, it's like all right, I'll, I'll rock with it. Uh, that being said, I don't mess with Manhattan clam chowders, New England, until I die. You say you can put anything in that, like including ketchup. Yeah, I think if you uh, if you put ketchup in clam chowder, well, no, Manhattan clam chowder is basically ketchup in clam chowder. You're good. All right, but if I didn't you know put there ketchup was in types. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. New England is the white, Manhattan's the red clam chowder. It's tomato oh. based. New oh. England's cream based. But if you put ketchup in New England clam chowder, I'm pulling a J.R. Smith on you. <laughs> All right. Well, if you've made it this far, you know, send us send us a tweet. You know, at Ali Vapornia, at Charles Diamond, at Unwritten Rules, and tell us your favorite type of clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite type of soup to throw? <laughs> You know, clam chowder is good. It's a little more weighty than chicken tortilla. It's got a little more density to it. It probably flies a little better. I don't know. <laughs> nice chunks of potatoes splattering everywhere. We do not support violence. Don't throw soup at uh, coworkers. Yeah, that's honestly like throwing soup at at anyone is rude. But coworkers, come on, we're at work, bro. Now I got to go change. Come on, dog. These are to be fair, players. they weren't at work. Are you ever not at work as an NBA player? Mm. Touche philosophical musings to to end the pod (laughs) before it gets too deep without any further ado this has been the forum peace Peace. ah shit i was close enough i'm not mad at it